Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Faster than a speeding bullet. They say this cat Lincoln is a bad mother. We're just talking about Lincoln. Cincinnati. Welcome to 1230 WDBZ. We are the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, the Lincoln Wear Show, till 1 o'clock this afternoon. It's Wednesday already. Yes, no Bible study, please. No Bible, 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 please. But it's Wednesday. <laughs> yes. And uh, there's a lot going on. And I tell you, women are really off the chain. I don't care what, whether she's got a gun or what. There's no woman is going to make me, going to take my car, make me get in the passenger seat, drive me up to Thornton's on North Bend and Corain, and then make me go into Thornton's and withdraw $200 out and give it to her. I don't care what. She's going to have to shoot me or something. I can't believe a woman did this to this guy. I mean, women are off the chain nowadays. But she was arrested and accused of making a man withdraw hundreds of dollars in cash from an ATM at gunpoint and stealing it. And I guess she pulled a gun on him at the somewhere in Mount Area at those apartments. I tell you, those apartments down there off of Coleraine, remember the Hawaiian Terrace and all those Man, it must be tough down there nowadays. But anyway, I think that's where she uh, finally approached the guy, and then she took his car keys, uh, made him get in the passenger seat, and drive to Thornton's. Now, okay, is she driving? How is she? I just don't know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) What is up? With some of these cats out there. How you going to let a woman do all that to you? How's it going to happen? How is that going to happen? And when are these teachers going to learn that these 14-year-old boys, they're so excited about anything sexual at that age, they're not going to keep it to themselves. Substitute teachers or regular teachers, don't send 14-year-olds nude photos of yourself in the shower. You know he's going to tell somebody, and the word is going to get out. They should know this by now. They got to know this by now. Huh? (laughs) Jeez. And, you know, oh, boy. And she sent him nude photos of her in the shower, And then she said she wanted to have sex with him. 
and he's 14 years old, and he's got to tell his friends, and then they're going to tell that one of their parents, Miss So-and-so sent him a nude picture. You know, it's going to get out. Where were these teachers when I was 14-year-old? I would have kept it a secret. <laughs> yeah. the stuff like this, if it happened back in the day, you know, they don't have social media and all that stuff, you know, they wouldn't have been able to text a photograph of themselves back then. So things have changed, and they do that things. That woman would have had to hand deliver you a Polaroid. Yeah, she was right, a Polaroid, right. They couldn't. So things have changed, and I don't know. But, jeez. And wh- don't they send news stories to, you know, you could be a teenager and have a cell phone, and wouldn't you get news stories? Wouldn't you know that people who get caught with guns in school end up going to jail, end up going to juvie? Student arrested, charged with bringing a loaded gun into a middle school. When are these kids going to learn? That you just, you're asking for trouble. He got it out of a lockbox at home or something and brought it to school. When are these stupid kids going to learn? Well, two former Reds will be the grand marshals of the opening day parade. Uh, Pokey Reese, and Dimitri Young. I remember both of those players. Pokey Reese was a good infielder. Let me tell you. I think he was shortstop. That cat, could, he reminded me of Joe Morgan. Pokey Reese. Yeah, he was pretty good. Dimitri Young had power. He could hit. Uh, I like this one letter somebody sent to the uh, Inquirer. Uh, you know, letters to the editor. Somebody said, Coney Island has been dying for decades. Time to move on. And he's right. It's time for old folks to move on. Let Coney Island go and call it a day. Yeah. Call it a day. All those folks still trying to save uh, Coney Island. Unbelievable. Well, Jeff Ruby, his restaurants have uh, been sued. Uh, the tip pooling scheme. Yeah. You know, you're out there serving tables and doing this and you're working hard for the customers and they give you a tip, but you got to share it with the people who take out the garbage and do all that stuff in the back. And he's still paying them wages where you're supposed to be getting tips. He's not paying them the uh, accurate wage if you're not getting tips. But so he said, well, we'll just pay him a lower wage and then make the uh, servers and everybody share the tips. But they claim no wrongdoing, and they say they're going to fight it in court. Case was uh, brought on behalf of hundreds of servers and bartenders who have worked at three Jeff Ruby restaurants in Cincinnati, the Precinct, Carlo and Johnny, and Jeff Ruby Jeff Ruby Steakhouse. And in addition to the three Cincinnati restaurants, his steakhouses in uh, Columbus, Lexington, Louisville, and Nashville also uh, in the lawsuit. So, uh, yeah, trying to skimp by with not paying those uh, cats in the back the proper wage. Yes. Uh, The star witness in the Bonnie Willis case yesterday said, I don't remember when they started dating. I don't remember. 
<laughs> I don't remember. And that's the best answer you can give. Well, you know, McConnell had denounced Donald Trump, and now they're saying that uh, he may endorse Donald Trump. Talks are underway. So I tell you, these people are blinded by the Donald Trump light. It's just unbelievable how these folks are hypnotized. Has he hypnotized people? You know, some special hypnotic trick that he's doing on these people? Because they're walking around like zombies following Trump. Black folks included. Black folks included. And I just remember the applause those black Republicans gave him a couple of days ago. Oh, they applauded this guy. Oh, he's, oh man, I tell you. Well, uh, Joe Biden is going down to the border and the mayors of cities around the country saying, look, we're sick of these photo ops at the border. We want some action, real action at the border. And I mean, I agree with them. I agree with them. So, I mean, geez. New York City Fire Department discovered 40 West African migrants cramped into a small queen's basement behind the furniture store, sleeping in dangerous conditions. Yeah. It's the latest troubling scene from uh, migrants that have been forced in New York City to provide housing and other care for 180,000 asylum seekers who have arrived since spring of 2022. 180,000 asylum seekers. And yeah, I looked it up. They are supposed to give them some kind of debit cards in New York. I just, for the life of me, I don't, you know, all the people who are who were born here who are living in New York on dire straits, they don't get a a, a debit card. It's unbelievable. Uh, let's see, a couple other things. Oh, those three teenagers charged in connection with the um, hazing sexual assault at Wyoming High School going back to court today. They were charged in connection with the sexual assault of a classmate last year, and uh, they're set to return to juvenile court on Wednesday. That's today. And, I mean, this is crazy. This is some college stuff that they're doing in high school. I can see something like this happening in college. But in high school, give me a break. And they're even going to be charged with kidnapping, too. Because they forced him to leave one area and forced him to another area where they could commit the sexual assault. All this is alleged. Okay. All right. 513-749-1230. That's my number. And I'm still in shock over this female kidnapping Pretty much she should face some kidnapping charges uh, for taking the guy's keys, forcing him to go to Thornton's, forcing him to draw out $200. And then I guess she left him in the car. 
left left him at Thornton's and drove the car off. This is what I'm guessing. Jeez. <laughs> it just it, it's just crazy. I didn't hear any thunder or lightning last night. I didn't hear anything. <laughs> what? No, I didn't. It was some thunder that woke me up right on the dot at like almost seven o'clock this morning. I didn't hear I didn't go back a to thing. Sleep. I didn't hear a thing. No, it wasn't even. It was six. It was six. Cause I was mad because I, I missed out on the hour. Oh boy, I didn't hear a thing last night. But um, apparently, it was rocking and rolling. Rocking and rolling. Uh, tomorrow I'll be broadcasting live over at the Duke Energy. From 10 till 1, the Home and Garden Show. They won't be open at that time that I'm there. I think it opens up later on in the afternoon. So don't try to come down and look around at that point. But come down, feel free to come down Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yes, for the Home and Garden Show. Great ideas for your home and your garden. They have all kind of stuff. One of the biggest conventions at Duke Energy the entire year. The Home and Garden Show. Yes. So make sure you get down there sometime during the weekend. Yes. All right, let's see what else is happening here. Uh, Coming up, uh, and she, I think she'll be on the show on, on the radio show. We'll try to get in, get her in here Friday. I think we can work that out for Friday. But um, Alexis Monday, 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 <laughs> will be in on the show. Maybe Friday. She's gonna be on the TV show Sunday morning, six thirty on Star sixty four. So uh, check her out. On Sunday morning, if you can't check her out, Friday here on the radio. Yeah, the first African-American female captain in the history of the Cincinnati Fire Department. And we've got the oldest fire department in the country, the oldest paid fire department in the country. And she's the first female captain. And uh, she used to be over here uh, with the cadets. Fire cadets over here. She used to work with them, and we'll we'll find out all kind of information on her um, on the show. But uh, she will be in, and she's not a she boy. It's, you don't know what it took to get her in here. <laughs> she she does not like publicity or anything like that. It took the old Lincoln Ware persuasion. I had to slow walk her down. To get her to come on the show. You remember that term, Raven? Do you remember that term? I remember it, and I do not care for it. <laughs> I had to slow walk her down. Yes. All right, we're going to take a break, and then we'll come back. It's the Lincoln Ware Show, 1230, The Buzz.
1230 WDBZ. Cincinnati Black Music Walk of Fame star recipients. Midnight Star got the Midas touch. You say you're going through changes. Everything. 1230 WDBZ. We are the Buzz of Cincinnati. And coming up this hour, got tickets uh, to give away to the uh, play uh, going on uh, that will start at the Playhouse in the Park called Stew. Yes. And uh, Zora Howard Stew tells a captivating, funny, and intimate story about the relationship between mothers, daughters, and the realities that bind them together. And I've got those tickets for you. And I think I'll make that play. I, I kind of I'm in the plays now. All of a sudden, uh, some of these plays are pretty good, especially down at Playhouse in the Park. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go downtown to the crime, the Crime Stopper headquarters, and check in with my good friend Lisa Baker. How are you? I'm good, Lincoln. Where? Good morning. What's up? I see you trying to make somebody else uh, radio famous. Uh, who was that? Who you got coming in? You said you had to twist their arms. Oh, oh, you're talking about uh, uh, Captain Monday? Yeah, Monday. Yeah, Captain of the Fire Department. Do you know her? I do, but everybody, you know, being on the radio every day and coming in, that's really an acquired taste, Lincoln. Well, she didn't want to do it, let me tell you. I, I, but she I said, un- look, I can understand. But she said, I just can't resist you. I can't turn <laughs> you down. So I, how come? <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Lincoln, we're looking for two people today. The first one, Darrell Turner. Darrell Turner is one and on two counts of trafficking in drugs. Darrell Turner is a black male, 35 years old, 5'7", 270 pounds. Darrell Turner has a history of drug charges, last known to live on Clifton Colony in Clifton. That's Darrell Turner. He's a big boy, 5'7", 270. Woo! 5'7", Okay. We're also looking for Jacob Jackson, Hamilton County Sheriff's Office. They are looking for Jacob Jackson. He's wanted for a felonious assault. Jacob Jackson is a white male. He's 21 years old. He's 6 foot tall and 180 pounds. Jacob Jackson has a history of aggravated burglary, menacing, and was last known to live on all view in Westwood. So if any of the listeners know where detectives can find Darrell Turner or Jacob Jackson, give Crime Stoppers a call, 513-352-3040. All right, 352-3040, night or day, cash money for your clues, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Yes, sir. I'll be right down at the, where's your office, is it? Where, where, where do you work out of? I, I cannot do Oh, my Because <laughs> I'm not giving out books in the lobby. <laughs> I'm not giving out cash envelopes well, in the lobby. I'll be at the convention center tomorrow, so if you're close by, stop in there, and you can do the Crime Stopper Report live at convention center. I'll make that happen, Lincoln. All right. Okay. All right. That's uh, Lisa Baker at a secret location doing Crime Stoppers. Yes, secret location. If she tells me, she might have to kill me. So I don't even want to know. All right. 513-749-1230. Miss Nettie, how in the hell are you out there in Lincoln Heights? Oh, in beautiful Lincoln Heights. Don't forget that. Yes, beautiful. Greetings to you from beautiful Lincoln Heights. How you doing, Lincoln B-Ware? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And uh, to Sharon Ware, the lady of Walk and Talk. Yes. And to Raven Mundy, 
Oh, hello, Raven. Hello, the real Terrence Howard. I just want to tell you about our meeting that we're going to have at City Hall. Oh, uh, you're going to talk about how you're going to spend all that money that the commissioner sent you? Something like well, uh, I can tell you one this. point. How many? Metro so so many million. Money too, so I don't know. Was that out of Metro? Um, I, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, let's put it like this: We're not going to send that check back. So I want everybody to come <laughs> and voice your opinion. We need these streets fixed. This is beautiful Lincoln yeah. Heights, okay? I need your help, y'all. Come to the meeting on March the 11th, 7.30. But I wouldn't wait till 7.30. Yeah. I'd come a little early so you can have a seat. Well, okay? I, did hear, I did hear somebody was not happy with the amount of money that they got, and they said they'll send the check back. Well, I'm not sending no check back. <laughs> Thank y'all for the check. Thank y'all for thinking about us. All right. We need help. And we got a wonderful council, and we got a wonderful mayor. So I want y'all to help us, okay? I want everybody. And I want to say hello to my cousin, Jeanette Hawcock, okay? Yes. She loves you, Lincoln Beware. All right. Okay, and I want you and tell Lisa Baker. I've known the Baker family out here for a long time. Oh, They're yeah. one of the big families, okay? Uh -oh. They're one of those ruling families in Lincoln Heights, the Baker well, family. That's all right. I want them here. James Baker and them all up. Oh, my God. <laughs> no wonder she joined the Lincoln Heights uh, Church out there. Well, I don't know if it's the same Bakers, but I'm thinking it is. Oh, it might be. She and Lisa, hello, baby. How you doing? All right, and to everyone out there, please, come on out here to our meetings, okay? All right. And uh, Melvin wants to say hello to you. Melvin, you want to say hello to Lincoln <laughs> Beware? How you doing, Melvin? Great, how are you? All right. <laughs> right. Frog said hello to you. That's the player player, oh, Mr. Lord. Melvin. Don't, don't you start no mess. Lincoln, <laughs> don't let me call First Lady. Don't <laughs> right. make me do that, okay? All right. And play a little Bobby Womack, okay? I'll see what I can do. All right. God bless you. Thanks for your call. Oh, boy. Unbelievable. All right. 513-749-1230. Uh, Lincoln, we're with you. Uh. Substitute teacher sending nude photos of herself to a middle school student. What What is wrong with people nowadays? And I'm still shocked over how a guy lets a woman, takes his car, drives him to the gas station, forces him to draw, withdraw $200, and he does it without... Any resistance? I, I just don't understand how he let that happen. I just don't understand. And and the thing about it, though, this woman must think she is really tough. Oh, she, her mugshot on TV, she did look like she could be a little tough. But not tough enough to take my car, make me sit in the passenger seat while she drives the car to Thornton's. We would have been all over Corain Avenue with that car before I got to Thornton's. And, okay, he had to get out of the car. Why, when he got out, why didn't he just run? Okay, she had a gun. She probably would, would not shoot with all those people at Thornton's. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why you don't take advice from Lincoln Ware. <laughs> well, you'll you get know, you cute. I'm not going to let 
this woman forced me to do that. Okay, you can die off your pride. Go ahead. Okay, how many dudes out there, I want to hear from you at 513-749-1230, would just sit and let that happen? And I think it was the guy they interviewed, and he was kind of, you know, kind of soft-spoken, nice guy type, you know? But I don't think anybody would call me and say they would let that happen without some kind of struggle or something. And especially if you are on the passenger side and you got to get out to go into the store to get the money out the ATM, when I'm out of that car, I'm gone. I'm gone. I want to hear from you at 513-749-1230. Let's take a break, and then we'll come back. The Lincoln Ware Show, 1230, The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ. Don't you believe that I want you? Lincoln, where in the love I zone? On a Wednesday, twelve thirty, the buzz of Cincinnati coming up at one. Revenal Shopton, keeping it real, keeping it real. And uh, somebody asked me, when's the last time you've been to Playhouse in the Park? Uh, when they had that um, play about the prisoners working in the restaurant, I can't think of the name of it, but uh, it was a good play. I went, I think that was the last time I actually saw, no, maybe I've been to one since then, or maybe not. No, no, that was the last one where they had the uh, prisoners working at the restaurant, and that was a good one, too, let me tell you. If you didn't see that one, you missed a good one. Well, I've got tickets for your chance to see Stu at Playhouse in the Park, March 3rd through the 7th, a 2021 Pulitzer Prize finalist, Zora Howard uh, Stu tells the captivating, funny an intimate story about the relationship between mothers, daughters, and the realities that bind them together. And if you want to go see that play, be calling number four right now at 513-749-1230. That's 513-749-1230. If you call a four, I'm going to lay these tickets on you. You call a one looking for four. You call a two looking for four. You call a number three. So close. You're so close. I'm looking for number four. You're calling number four. What's your name? James. James. Congratulations, James. You got tickets to Playhouse in the Park. How about that? That's wonderful, wonderful. All right. Where are you calling from, James? Free Store Food Bank. Okay. Free Store Food Bank right down on Liberty. That one? Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, All right. Sir. Well, what station just made you a winner? 1230, the buzz. All right, hold on, James. As James out there working at the free store food bank. Yes. All right. Let's uh, move along. We've got Mud Flap and Rod. Rod, how are you? Hey, what's going on, Nick? Let me turn the speaker off, man. Okay. How are you? Okay. I'm doing great. Good, man. Hey, uh, I just wanted to get this off my chest. You know, uh, 
I know you don't like people to talk about the Gaza Strip and all that was going on over there. I, 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 I never said I didn't like people talking about it. I just said that, hey, uh, we got a lot more things that affect us to worry about than the Gaza Strip. Okay, well, you might have a point a little bit, but I don't know. I'm Okay, I just find it fascinating that genocide is being live-streamed for the first time in history. Yeah. I just can't believe how, how casual people are handling that. I mean, I heard Sister V talking the other day on the radio. I think that was her, and she was saying something about uh, how Farrakhan was stating how everybody just, just the, the whole world is just sitting back just watching the slaughter and ain't doing nothing about it. Okay, what, except for, what can except, anybody, what can you do about it? Except for Yemen. Okay, a little small country like yeah, that's like a Chihuahua getting mad at a Rottweiler. Yeah, I mean that's the only one that's standing up against this big bully that's committing genocide. You know, why, why is your, you got you have to ask yourself though, why is United States and Israel so afraid of Iran? Didn't you have you ever asked yourself that question, Lincoln? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. And what you come up with? Well, that uh, they would get help from China and Russia probably if we attacked them. Not only that, Iran's missile system, they can reach the U.K., they can reach a whole bunch of their enemies with their missiles. They got thousands upon thousands of missiles that they can shoot off all at one time yeah, at but... Israel, and they can destroy Israel. As a matter of fact, that's what they plan on doing. Well, I think, we, look, hold on. Well, we could take them out before they could destroy the entire uh, uh, country of Israel. We could take them out. They might get a couple of them off. But uh, for the most part, I think we could uh, end them before they could end anybody else. I disagree with that. Well, number one, number one, they won't be by themselves if it did happen. Well, and number two, it would happen so fast. I mean, United States can't even shoot a, a damn air balloon over the, uh, a damn, you know, balloon floating over Kansas. How are they going to stop thousands or hundreds of thousands of Iranian missiles coming at Israel at one time? That little punk-ass iron dome they got, it wouldn't do nothing against that. See, they, they can block all them little bottle rockets that Hamas be sending and them little, you know, dime, diamond bag rockets you can buy at the dime store. They be blocking those all day long. But Iran got missiles, man, that stand 50, 60, 100 feet tall. They got missiles that's buried 100 feet underground. You know, and, and, and Israel can't stop that. That's the reason why if Israel keeps bombing and destroying Gaza, what comes around goes around. If you believe in that same Israel, they will be destroyed by Iran one day. If they keep it up, Iran going to say, well, enough is enough. We're sick and tired of y'all killing these women and children. We're going to end it right now. And Yemen is the only country that's standing up against Israel and the United States. All right. I mean, I mean think about it. That's really, that should blow your mind. Okay, I'm going to say one more thing. Yes. Now, Mr. Trump, I don't understand why everybody keeps talking about how this guy might get elected and what he's going to do, what he says he's going to do when he gets elected. What about jail time? I mean, isn't it, is it a possibility that this guy well, could go to jail? Well, put it, hold on, just hold on. <laughs> he's got to be convicted of something first. Until he's convicted, that's why nobody's talking about jail time, until he gets convicted of something. Uh, that, that's a jailable offense. So if he's convicted of, okay, like, I don't know if it's treason or whatever they, 
if he's convicted in Atlanta, hold on. If he's convicted in Georgia for tampering with the election, that is a jailable offense. Okay, but is it an offense that would knock him out as far as running for president? I think it would if he has to go to jail. Then what the hell is up with the Supreme Court? Why can't you just come out and say, well, look, man, you was involved in a deadly coup attempt. You got you. You cannot be on the on the list. Why can't why don't they have enough balls and guts to say that? Because I don't. First of all, somebody's got to sue for they just can't make decisions Sue. without somebody suing and bringing it to the lower courts and bringing it up to the Supreme Court. They just don't make decisions without the the the, the, the Colorado without courts it coming spoken. to them. They took him off the ballot. So and the Supreme they, Court and guess what they said? They said he could be on the ballot. Who said they can't? He can be on the ballot. The Supreme Court. Man, the Supreme Court. Them bunch of fools. They are some sellouts, <laughs> man. Right. Them people. They are elites. They do not care about the person who's really voting. They don't care about hardworking people out here, and they also don't care about... They, that lady couldn't even tell you what a woman was. I mean, come on. And she's supposed to be a black woman. She ain't nothing like well, my mom. Well, the way the question was asked, it was ridiculous. She ain't nothing there's like no, my mom no, I mean, or my grandmother oh my or God. my sister. She's a good my, person. She... Right. Man, the, the question they asked her was ridiculous, and you can explain it in many ways. I mean, what what is a woman? Look oh, you want me to tell you what a woman is, is she, in my opinion? She should have told her, look in the mirror, and you might see one. But go ahead. Look, that's, that is a simple question, just like okay. what is a man. Okay. I'll if, give you an okay. example. Give me, okay, if they asked you what is a woman, what would you have said, Rod? I would say, for an example, my mom is one. Oh my that's what I would have said. If you want to know what a man is, for example, I'm one. See, that's not how she was asking the, the question. See, it, it, there's so many. It was a stupid question, Rod. And so don't you can't blame okay, right. Katanji Jackson gonna, for not answering the question. Okay, well, I ain't going to dwell on that because that's not really important right now. What I'm saying is, as far as, like, United States backing genocide 100%, I heard somebody say that can happen over here. You know, I never, it could happen over here. Because if they're not coming to the assistance of those women and children over there, why would they help us over here? But I understand we, we got weapons. It would be a lot different over here. But, I mean, you know, blood is blood. You know, wrong right. is wrong, right is right. All right, Rod. I got to run. Settle down. Settle yeah, down. Thanks. All right. Yeah, All right. <laughs> there, there will be peace in the Mideast. There will be peace. In the Middle East. It's coming. Hold your horses. All right, let's take a break. Mudflap, you're up next. Lincoln Ware with you, 749-1230. We're the buzz of Cincinnati. Put your hand like this. A few years ago, I made a lot of mistakes and I made up my mind that I was going to do something about it. Let me tell you, what I, I decided this I was going to do. I got to clean up what I missed up. Oh, yeah. I'm starting my life over again. I got to clean up what I messed up. I'm going to start my life over again. 1230 WDBZ. They sound a lot like the I Temptations in gospel, you know? Yeah, you did? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that song. Uh, Erica Campbell played that.
this morning. Yeah, I got to clean up because I messed up. Let me see. who. What's the name of that group? Um, Canton me, Spirituals. Yeah, the Canton Spirituals. Yeah. That's, uh, I tell you, listening to Erica Campbell, there's a, a lot of good gospel music out there. Man, they bring it in the morning. Got to clean up what I messed up. Got to turn my life around. All right. Let's uh, move along. 513-749-1230. Let's go to Mudflap. Mudflap, how are you? What's happening, man? I'm hanging in there. What's going on? What it is. Run it down. <laughs> you run it down. You <laughs> called me. <laughs> hey, look at here, man. Did the woman who uh, robbed dude, did she get away with that money or what? Uh, now they caught her. I don't know how soon they caught her, but they got her. She's in jail. Well, that's good, yeah, because uh, if I had to sit on the passenger seat before she started that car, or even while I was rolling, we'd be across the street yeah. at Taco Bell somewhere, yeah. you know. I, I'm one, I know. I'm wondering, how did she manage to have him sit in the passenger seat and drive up to Thornton's? Well, she punked him out. That's what it was, <laughs> you know. Yeah, she had to punk him out, man. Two hundred dollars. I mean, you know, it ain't worth losing losing your life over, yeah. but but still, you know, we wouldn't we wouldn't have made it to Thornton's, man. You know, oh no, and, no, we wouldn't have made it there. And if we got there, we wouldn't have made it inside to that ATM machine. That's for sure. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> but yeah, he got punked out. But that, that's all I had, bro. All right, all right, bro. all right. Our mud flap. Okay, what it be like? One of those. Old terms. Did we ever bring that one up? What it be like? Yes, did, we did. We brought that up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mud flap said it would have been a Taco Bell. Yeah. Jeff Ruby restaurants in trouble. Violating the state federal labor laws by using tips earned by some employees to pay others who didn't earn them. Boy, you would have to, if I'm a server, I think I want all my tips. I want them all. <laughs> Some of these places, you don't get them all. Some of these places, yeah. they, you are forced to share them with the... Right, but then they pay, if you have to share them, then it was something with the pay of those people they were sharing them with. It was something that had to do with that. Uh, they weren't paying them enough below the guidelines of what they were supposed to make. I don't know. It was some kind of deal going on with the pay of those people that was getting a share of the tips. That's most places now, though. Like, most places, wait, like waiters and waitresses don't get to keep their tips, like, for their tables. They have to, at the end of the night... Give it over to a manager, and a manager evenly splits it between all the servers that night. Yeah, well. That's why I always ask before I tip, do you keep your tips or do you have to share them? <laughs> okay. And then if, and they, if, if they're they cool enough, I'll slide them to it. I'll slide it to them real fast and don't show nobody this. Yeah, okay. So you ain't got to share it. Okay, I never asked that. But if they get caught, then they could get in trouble. Yeah, I never asked, do you have to share this tip? I'm just figuring out what percentage they get. All right, 513-749-1230. Lincoln, we're with you. Uh, I, I didn't get a sheet on that other ticket giveaway. I guess I'll have to go get one. Uh, hang on. Okay. 
Got a pair of tickets to give away to When a Woman's Fed Up, starring Patrice Lovely, along with an all-star cast. And that's going to take place on Sunday, March 10th, 3 o'clock at the Tap Theater. I haven't been to the Tap, and I don't know. I can tell you the last event I went to see at the Tap. I just can't even tell you. But right now, if you call a number 8 at 513-749-1230, if you call her 8, I will give you tickets to see when a woman's fed up. Those tickets are yours if you call her number 8. We got tons of tickets to give away today. You call her 1, looking for number 8. You call her 2, looking for 8. You call her 3, looking for 8. You call a four, looking for eight. You call a five, I'm looking for eight. You call a number six, I'm looking for eight. You call a seven, I'm looking for eight. Oh, gee, let's dump that. You call a number eight, what's your name? This Al Caldwell, Lincoln. All right, Al Caldwell. All yes, right. sir. Congratulations, Al. You just won Thank yourself you. a pair of tickets to see when a woman's fed up. All right. I appreciate that. Yes, sir. Where you calling from? Uh, work. Work. All right. Can you tell us where you work, or you don't want to? You don't want to. Talbert House. Oh, Talbert House. Okay. I, uh, I uh, put the Albert in Talbert House. <laughs> you put the Albert in Talbert. All right. All <laughs> yes, right. Sir. All right. Good enough. Well, what station just made you a winner? Twelve thirty to buzz. All right. Now, tell me something. Have, do you know a uh, uh, Tory Turner that works over there? Yes. You, yes, sir. Okay. Tell her I said hi. I sure will. All right. Uh, th- hold on. We'll get some information from you. Yeah, Tori Turner used to work here. She used to work at CIN, and she used to work over here at Radio 1. Tori Turner. <laughs> yes. All right. Talbert House. See, they listen to Lincoln Ware everywhere, from the Free Store Food Bank to the Talbert House. They're listening to 1230 The Buzz. Let me tell you. And caller number seven was a little upset. <laughs> yes, they. Uh, she was a little upset that she didn't win. Sorry about your luck. Caller number seven. Man. All right. Let's see. Opening day parade, March 28th. It's like a holiday in the city of Cincinnati. No other city does opening day like the city of Cincinnati. No other major league city can do it like we do it on opening day. And looking forward to seeing you down there on Thursday, March 28th. And it'll be a great time. It's going to be a great time to see all the people. Kids don't go to school, you know, even though they have school. But you see a lot of kids not going to school that day. And they should make it a local holiday. They really should. Before they make Super Bowl Monday a holiday, they should make opening day a holiday here in Cincinnati, greater Cincinnati area. They should just close the schools down. But I don't think that'll ever happen. All right, we've got news coming up. 
and then we'll come back on the other side. 12.30, The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ. Lincoln, where with you? And let's go to my good friend Andy Johnson from the Life Center Organ Donor Network. Network, and she's not on her own. She's always got people around her. And uh, welcome, <laughs> welcome to the show, Andy Johnson. Hey, Lincoln, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. What's going on at the Life Center Organ Donor Network? Well, we have a lot going on, as you know, because we uh, are just on a mission to continue to educate people about organized tissue donation. Um, There are more than uh, 28,000 black Americans who are waiting for a life-saving organ. Are you kidding me? 28,000? 28,000, which represents far more than the population of black Americans. So... Um, most of us are, uh, most African Americans are waiting for kidney transplants, as we know. Um, so, and we all know someone. We all know someone who's currently on dialysis or is in need of a kidney. I bet we could all point to someone that we know within our community who is currently suffering from kidney disease and will need a kidney transplant. And, you know, I was at a Super Bowl party and there was some guy that had, I can't think of his name. And he knew you. He had a kidney transplant. Oh, I can't think of his name. Oh man. Oh, he was he was at the he was at Corinthian. He was one of the people at Corinthian on stage there. Oh right, um, Charles Farley. Yes, yes, that's him. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah, so Charles was waiting last year when we had our um, generational health uh, panel at Corinthian and. Fortunately, Charles did receive his transplant yeah. um, a couple months ago, yeah. and he's doing well. And he actually will be joining us again on March 11th uh, at Corinthian for the panel. Okay. So we're excited to have him back, uh, along with Icky Woods. He will be on the panel as well, sharing his story uh, about his son, Javante, who mm-hmm. was able to help uh I think six people through the gifts of organ donation and um, more than 60 people through the gifts of tissue donation. Mm. So we've got a great panel. Um, there'll be other folks there, of course, but um, so we just would love people to come out for that. It's March 11th from six to eight at uh, Corinthian Baptist church. Okay. That sounds good. Sounds good. The last one was pretty good. You had the panelists up there and then people could ask questions and things like that. So it was pretty good. Yes. Yes, and so we'll have the same uh, format. Uh, we'll have a young lady, Carmelita Jones, who has been waiting for a kidney transplant for about three about three years. Uh, Dr. Nita Walker, Dr. Nana Jones, uh, myself, along with uh, Icky Woods and Charles Farley. So it's going to be great. Uh, the first 150 folks will get a Kroger gift card in addition to just a lot of great information. So we want the public to come out for this again. All right. I know uh, you had some free uh, uh, gift cards for people last time. And I'm almost afraid to ask, are you going to have them this time? <laughs> yep, we're going to have okay. them. We All are right. going to have them. So okay. people, yeah, come out, get your gift cards, and get a lot of great information about yes. kidney health and organ donation. Yes, 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 yes. So it was a great. So. March 11th, Corinthian Baptist Church, what, about 6 o'clock, you say? 6 
Yep, yeah. 6 to 8 p.m. Okay. okay. Come on out. All right. It sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, now, if people want to donate, uh, be a living donor, uh, what, what what do they go to? What website they go to? What phone number they can call? So if they're interested in being a living donor, um, they can reach out to Christ Hospitals Transplant Center uh, or UC Health Transplant Center. Um, and they can also certainly just visit those websites and get information. Or you can visit our website at lifepassiton.org and get information there. All right. But I can't believe 28,000 people, black folks, waiting for uh, a kidney. Yes, yes. And, you know, almost 20 people die every day waiting for a life-saving mm. transplant. Um, and so we've got to really, again, empower ourselves uh, with knowledge and with the facts about donation um, and just step up to save our community, yeah. right? So we just need more people to register to be donors. We need more people to... Uh, consider living donation because that absolutely will save someone's life. Yes, definitely. All right. The Life Center Organ Donor Network, Andy Johnson, always great talking to you. Great talking to you too, Lincoln. Thank you so much. All right. That's Andy Johnson, Life Center Organ Donor Network. Check them out. And uh, they're, uh, I tell you, a great organization. And um, I can believe how many people waiting on a kidney. Uh, diabetes is running rampant through the black community. And, and um, I mean, geez. And you can give up a kidney and still function, live your regular life. You know, if you take a drink or two during the week, it won't even bother you with one kidney. You can survive with one kidney. So you might want to think if you've got a relative or something, uh, that you're close to and you want to give up that kidney, uh, do it. Yeah. All right. Let's move along. 513-749-1230. Looks like Ray is up. Ray, how are you? What's up, Lincoln? What's going on? Uh, a couple of things. Um, I've always said cops are not that bright, but this one who was charged with trying to get some lady's number. <laughs> yes. He was indicted. Yeah, yes. You know him? Yes, he was. I don't know him. No. Uh, was he, I didn't. I just. They didn't show up. They never show pictures no, of cops. They don't when they're arrested. They so don't. you don't know if he's white or black. I, I have no idea. I have they, no idea. That's so stalkerish. <laughs> Why would you just ask her for it? And if she say no, leave her alone. I know. He he just. Uh, I don't know. He wanted to uh, get that number, get those digits, and uh, he went about it the wrong way. You're right. Just pull her over. You know, put your lights on. That's <laughs> creepy, Linky. Don't you do that. That's crazy. <laughs> so I don't know, Ray. He's in big trouble. He'll probably get fired, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. That is one expensive number he didn't get, wasn't it? Uh, so what? That was one expensive number he yes, didn't it, get yes, if he was. gets fired. Yes, it was. It will, will be if he gets fired. But a couple of things. Uh, I was watching uh, Nicole Wallace, MSNBC, and she's doing this special about MAGA folks. And one of those reporters, they were interviewing just regular MAGA people, right? I don't know if you saw it. But this one lady, you know, she said that uh, she didn't care if Putin, you know, they were white. They never interviewed blacks. She said she didn't care if Putin was killing people in Ukraine because it's it's not her country. And another guy, he said, said, uh, well, another lady, she said, if Trump doesn't win, 
we should take over the country. There should be a civil war. Wow. And this, and this one eighty five, he looks like he's a ninety, but he's about eighty five. Uh, he said uh, he said uh, 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 Putin invading uh, uh, Putin invading Ukraine, Ukraine, but Zelensky was the problem. And he said he said he's just trying to protect his country. He said Putin trying to protect his country. No, right? He didn't even know the facts. That's how dumb these folks are. And they got the nerve to call us stupid. <laughs> well, another thing, Lincoln, yeah. Keith Higgins. Yeah, you know, I think you mentioned it yesterday. They signed into a one-year, right. twenty million dollar contract. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What was? Let's see how much you know about football. What was the reason for that? What was the reason for what? For them tagging him as a franchise yeah. player, mm-hmm. so that they could keep him at. A, I mean, if he became a free agent and went out there on the open market. He probably would make close to $25, 30000000 million a year, maybe. Somebody right. would have paid him $30 million a year. And but so he, he if we can do that next year, though, too, right? Right. He can do it next year, but if we can keep him one year for uh, one of the top three paid wide receivers, uh, they got the space on the cap to do it. He's a great player. He's going to play hard because he knows if the Bengals don't sign him to a contract, if he plays well this year, uh, that he'll get he'll get that money. It's coming. Yeah, but the French—he's signing him to a franchise tag. Let's just say he would. They say they—it's it's almost like a gamble because if they would have signed him to a—I'm just using these these figures—five-year, one hundred million dollar contract, right? Yeah, 80, 80 million of it is guaranteed, okay. right? Yeah. Okay. So so let's just say if he gets hurt next year, they're still in it for eighty million. Yes. Yes. If he gets hurt. Without the fran- you know, with this franchise tag, they're only in it for twenty one million. So they're just hedging their bet. Well, you know, it's and, legal, but they're hedging their bet. They would rather pay twenty one million, and if he gets hurt, than to pay the eighty nine million dollar guarantee contract if they sign him and he gets hurt the first year. Well, I mean, you take a gamble with anybody you sign a long term contract with, and a lot of these teams take out insurance on whether these players will get injured or not. It costs a lot. But you can do that. The players can take out insurance on themselves. So, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know. I think it was a good deal to put the tag on him. He'll play great, and they'll probably lose him after next year. They won't sign him for what he probably w- would be asking for. Unless they go to the Super Bowl, then he might want to hang around another year. But who knows? Who yeah, knows? But, but, like, and it, 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 he, he pretty much got the, they pretty much got the okay from Burrow. Burrow said, hey, let's, let's keep him. You know, but to pay to pay him, Chase Burrow, yeah, somebody's got to go. Well, yeah, after this year, somebody will probably be gone, and they that will, will be. And, and one last thing, like yes. these Arab Americans with their uncommitted vote. Now, now check this out, Lincoln. They would rather reward a man named Trump, you know, who won't do anything to help him, and tell you he won't do anything to help him, than to reward a man like Biden who is trying to help you. You know, I mean, just the way they going about it, it's 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 almost like mind boggling. It's almost like Biden, he didn't start the war, he can't end the war, but they're blaming him for the war. Well, they are blaming him, but what can you say? I mean yeah. well, they, can find look, they got a half ass backwards. Look, the people in Detroit in Michigan, uh the you know, who didn't vote for Biden because of the, of what's going on over there. They just don't. You're right. They don't know how much Trump will hurt them if he gets in office. They better pray Joe Biden gets in office.
Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, you know, Arab Americans, you know, and and then what black folks is going to say if he if he if Biden does have something to do with it, they're stopping this war. Look what he did for Arab Americans. Yeah. He didn't do anything for black Americans, but he could do something <laughs> for Arab. You can see yeah. that coming later. Well, you know, that always comes with the program. All right, uh, Ray, Sorry, I got to run. Thanks for your call. All right, 7-4. And, and I meant to tell Ray that the, the Bengals could still take him off the franchise and sign him before the season starts. They could sign him to a long-term uh, term contract if they want to. But he's been injured an awful lot. He's one of these wide receivers that are injured a lot. He's another, uh, oh, God, what was his name? I can't think of his name. But they stay injured more than they stay on the field. So we'll see. Oh, by the way, uh, Cincinnati Public Schools will be out on opening day parade. Yeah, that's when spring break starts, the 28th. So they'll be out. Cincinnati Public will be out. And I think a lot of schools probably plan their spring break around the opening day parade, I'm thinking. So it's almost like it's a holiday. (laughs) Yes. Jerry Rice insured his hands from Lloyd's of London. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Yeah, you can insure your, you can insure your, Every anything you want to, you got the money to pay for the insurance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, T's mom stays talking greasy on Twitter to fans who diss him. Oh, really? I met her in uh, where did I meet her? Was it L.A.? I think it was L.A. or New Orleans. I met her at an event, uh, one of the Bengal Road games. Met her and the the husband, the father, and uh, pretty nice people, real nice people. All right, let's take a break, and then we'll come back. Uh, we've got Jeanette, Pharaoh, Zakia, and Rick Jr. What a combination. We'll take a break, and then we'll come back. The Lincoln Ware Show, 1230, The Buzz. I want to slow walk you down yeah. or maybe shake you down. Yes. Girl, I've been watching you. Lincoln, we're with you till 1 o'clock this afternoon. From so far Coming up at 1, Revenal Shopton. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. I think his daughter was in for him yesterday. I don't think he was on at all. At least I never did hear him. But uh, he may be back today. He may be back today. All right. Let's go to uh, Jeanette. Jeanette, how are you? Okay. Good afternoon from beautiful Lincoln Heights. Oh, okay, That's Jeanette. my cousin, Nettie. Okay. All right. Yeah, What's on your mind? Good what? afternoon. I just want to know your intake about uh, uh, Kroger and Albertson uh, 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 trying to join together. But, well, uh, you know. Trying to block it. I just want to know, was it good? I, Kroger tells you this is the best thing that could happen to the consumers, uh, you know, around the country. If they merge with Albertson, the prices will remain low, will go down if they make this merger. But somehow, I think the bigger you are, the more you can charge for your products. And people pretty much, uh, it looks like a monopoly almost to me. Uh, I'm not in favor of it. 
Uh oh. Okay, I thought it would be a good idea, you know, to uh, you know, probably be better, but you know, lots of people are against it. I know, like you know, other stores, like Sam's and Walmart, all they yeah. don't like it. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know whether it's gonna. I don't see how the prices are gonna just suddenly go down uh, uh, at Kroger if this merger takes place. Okay, that's all I wanted to know. All and right. Y'all have a blessed day. All right, Jeanette. Okay. Uh, thanks for your call, and uh, we'll just have to wait and see. I don't. It looks from the looks of things. I don't know if it might happen. It may not happen. But uh, twenty-five billion dollar merger. That's a lot of money. Twenty-five billion on the line in that merger. Zakia, how are you? I'm good, Papa. Papa, I have two combos for you. Yes. Now, the first one being uh, Life Center. Yes. And I would like to, to know if how I can get some more of the materials to pass out, because that's some good information that I could pass out to my friends at Dedicated Seniors. Well, um, if you, uh, I don't know that. I don't have her. See, I had Andy's number, but I can't find the yeah. card. Well, so if I look up Life Center, will you, that give it to that me? That will give it to you, and you'll be able to get to her. And she'll give you the information, and you can pass it out. Okay, great. Now, I love success stories. Charles got his kidneys. That's a great thing. Yes, yes, yes. My nephew Malcolm was able to help eight people after he was murdered, you know, so it's a good thing. You know, that's how I was able to turn that lemon into a lemonade because it gave eight more people a chance of life. Yeah. So that's good. Now, my second combo was, I don't understand what happened to you Saturday at the Black History Program. Yo, pictures on the wall. Wait, so what? Wally, Saturday. Charles Wally told me you've never been over there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got to go over there to see his place over there. Every time he has an event, I've got something else going on, but I'm going to get over there to see Charles Wiley. Yes. Well, that that will be great. Your picture's yes. on the wall, okay. and you're going to be so proud of him. Okay. You know, another success story. Charles Wiley right, is the out. man. I gave his book away. Uh, yes, early in the week. Which is yes. another reason why I don't understand that? why you wasn't over there. How about that? Yeah, I got to get over there. All right. All right. Thanks. All right. Have a good day. Thanks for your call. All right. Let's go to uh, uh, Pharaoh. Pharaoh, how you doing? Yeah, I'm all right, Lincoln. You know, you was talking, Lincoln, uh, about uh, Cam Newton and how big a quarterback he was. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, uh, Cam Newton, <clears throat> you know, when you – think about in terms of weight-wise, in terms of how big he was, he wasn't the biggest, uh, one of the bigger quarterbacks. You know, I'm thinking about the two biggest quarterbacks, you know, really, that I can remember who played in the NFL. And I think both of them were over 250 pounds apiece. And who was that? You remember uh, Donovan McNabb with the Philadelphia Eagles. Donovan McNabb. Remember him? Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, he was over 250 pounds playing quarterback. And uh, remember the other one played with the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, you remember uh, Dante Culpepper? 
Yep, I remember him. Yeah, quarterback. Both of them were over 250 pounds. Yeah. But I think he was, he was tall. Uh, uh, Cam Newton is tall, taller than both of them, I think. Yeah, but I'm only speaking in terms and, of weight-wise. And he weighed. I mean, he weighed something like two. I don't know what Cam Newton weighed, but he was tall, which gave him more weight. And I think he's right up there with those guys. Like I say, both these guys, Dante Culpepper and uh, Donovan McNabb, both of them weighed over 250 pounds, and they were, you know, quarterbacks. Yeah. But, Lincoln, but anyway, speaking about Trump and his MAGA concept, that is, uh, he uses that, but that's not even his concept, you know? Whose concept is it? It's Ronald Reagan's concept. Yeah, yeah. If you go back and you look at any old tapes of Ronald Reagan when he was campaigning for president, he used that term, make America great again. That was his concept. Mm-hmm. That was not Donald Trump's. Yeah, he stole it. Yeah, He stole the concept. You know, he's, he can't even be original <laughs> in his thinking. He had to use Ronald Reagan's concept, make America great again. That's not his concept. And, uh, and, and the final thing, Lincoln, uh, when I was talking about, you know, the slang that black people use. Yes. When we describing objects, you know, the yeah. euphemisms. Yes. You know, that's something that whites have always hated about black people. They hate when black people use euphemism, euphemisms <laughs> to describe How do you know this? How do you know they this? Want, they want to know what we are talking about. Like, for example, we would say, like we talked about, about scrapping, you know, fighting, scrapping, uh, throwing down. The first thing they would say, uh, throwing down? <laughs> what is he talking about, throwing down? Uh, is, is there something in his arms he's getting rid of? What do you mean, throwing down? I mean, they can't understand our euphemisms, and that's what they hate. Yes, yes. They want to speak proper language, according to them. Yes, yes. Speak proper language. And when it comes to language, Lincoln, they're always telling us about slang and mm-hmm. you shouldn't say this or you shouldn't say that. You should say something else. The bottom line is the only purpose of language is to communicate. Yes. If you can communicate as to long, them, yes. As long as the person you're speaking to understands you, what difference does it make how you say it? As long as who you're speaking to understands you, okay. that's all that's important. Okay, hold but on. No, Pharaoh, somebody says uh, somebody's got the stats on Cam Newton. He was 6'5 and 245. Donovan McNabb was only 6'2 and 220. I can hardly hear you. Really, you're breaking up. Well, that must be your phone. I don't know, but anyway, it may, it may be my phone. I don't I know. I think so. Are, really you phone? Really. Are you on a cell phone? No, no. No, I'm on a court. Okay. Anyway, can you hear me now? I guess it's okay. Can. I'll have to. I'll <laughs> okay. have to maybe call you back All probably right. Friday or something. Okay. I, I can't. I can't really hear you. Okay, maybe somebody's up. Maybe somebody's calling you, and yeah. those landlines it, break up it, like that it, when somebody calls. You're breaking up. I can't hear you. Okay. All right. I don't know what. <laughs> he didn't want to admit that I was right. Cam Newton was a lot taller and weighed more. Yeah. All right. Actually, we need to take a break, and then we'll come back 1230, The Buzz. When the going gets tough.
1230, WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, Lincoln, where with you. And hey, let's go to the Dukester to find out what's cooking on a Wednesday. It's Senior Citizens Day. What's cooking, Dukester? Hey, good morning to you, Lincoln, and happy Senior Citizen Day, Buzz listeners. It is Wednesday, February 28th. This is the day if you want to save some money, get a great meal, the Dukester is the place you want to be. Whether you want to dine in or carry out, you're going to love your meal at the Dukester. Now, I want to remind you that every Friday is our big fish sale at the Dukester. And remember, we can grill your fish, bake it, or deep fry it any way you like it at a price that you can afford. And whatever you do, don't you dare miss our all-you-can-eat soul food Sunday buffet every Sunday from 1 to 5. Now, on our menu today is our tender meatloaf with garlic, mashed potatoes, and gravy, green beans, and cornbread, or check out our big smothered pork chops with gravy, rice, and smothered cabbage. Now, if you have a taste for fish today, we're featuring our whiting fish. We'll grill it or deep fry it with macaroni and cheese, collard greens, and cornbread. But my pick for today, Lincoln, is our Icelandic grilled salmon, hot off the grill with potato salad, turnip and mustard greens, and hot buttered cornbread. Have a wonderful day, everybody. We'll talk at you later, Lincoln. All right, that's the Dukester right there in the Summit Plaza on Reading Road. And uh, today's uh, 29 Days of Black Business, uh, today's program sponsored by Rosemary's Babies. Learn more. If you want to learn more about Rosemary's Babies, uh, go to rosemarysbabies.com or you can call 531-813-TEEN. And in the studio, Rosemary Oglesby is with us. Rosemary, welcome to the show. What's going on? How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm always excited to be here on the bus to talk about Rosemary's Babies Company, which is a teen parent and family support organization in greater Cincinnati and the new Holloway House and Resource Center, which has been our our baby that is uh, gradually and slowly progressing to yes. come to life on Redden Road in North Avondale. That Holloway House is looking real good from the street there. You look up and see it there. And I know you've gone through a lot to get it where it is now. Yeah, like uh, the project started and uh, we started to do the acquisition in 2021, uh, raised all the money to get it done. And now we're in a race to the finish. We we kind of hired some contractors that kind of took us for a roller coaster ride. Oh. And now we're dealing with a lot of defective work. And oh. so we're championing the community to help us race to the finish to raise additional dollars so that we can correct that defective work so that this house can be safe and healthy for our babies. OK. All right. Now. Now, in case people don't know, what do you do at Rosemary's Baby? Yeah, so Rosemary's Babies Company is the primary organization in Greater Cincinnati that supports teen parents and families between the ages of 9 and 19 years old. That's mothers and fathers. We do everything from car seats to parenting education to um, when we open a new Holloway House and Resource Center, we'll have a state-of-the-art STEM lab where they can do a driving simulator. Um, but when you hear a teen parent, you should be saying Rosemary's Babies Company. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, uh, if people want to uh, uh, I mean, 
if they need an item, they can just call you? And how does that work? Yeah. So if you're a teen parent, again, our primary focus is the teen. So if you're yeah. between the ages of 9 and 19 years old, you can text us at 513-813-TEEN. You can inbox us through any social media platform, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Or you can contact us through our website, which is rosemarysbabies.co. Yeah. We try to be as accessible as we can to meet teen yeah. parents where they are. What is the youngest person you've had to help out? The youngest person we've ever served was nine years old. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. And most oh, people would believe geez. that it was like statutory rape or something like that. But it actually wasn't. I think that there is a lot of parents that don't want to discuss uh, sex um, with their daughters mm-hmm. primarily or even their children. So it was actually a nine and a 10 year old. Oh. Um, so I think that all parents, when your daughter gets her, you know, come, becomes a woman, you need to be sitting down having those conversations then and even before then, because if you don't have them, they're going to be having them with someone in the classroom. Yeah. So it best coming from you. It was a 10 year old boy and she was a nine year old girl. Yes. Unbelievable. Yes. Jeez. Yeah. And at that point, you know, we believe that um, counseling is more more important than them trying to learn to transition to a parent or transition to an adult. So we just recently partnered with Beach Acres Parenting Center okay. to be able to provide some of that trauma-informed care and support. And so that that was a hard one for I me. I can imagine. That was a hard Jeez. one for me. I was just wondering. Yeah. I'm like, what's the youngest? Nine. You know, I, nine. I, I thought you might say 12 or 13. No, nine. Never would I guess you would say nine. Nine. I think the, hard, like, the hardest one I've ever had to watch was a 12-year-old that came in my office. My office and she was breastfeeding this little baby and watching her little sister like a boss and that almost broke my heart because rosemary's baby's company is a non-judgmental zone for these teen parents but it's like what kind of trauma or what type of situation would foster a young girl to feel like there's no hope or that she's looking for love and again i just say that the community and people themselves need to show empathy and wrap their arms around these babies because they are going through some traumatic situations that we can't even imagine yeah unbelievable well you do a great service and uh, you have any other events coming up? Yeah, we got a couple of events. Um, mm-hmm. We're actually partnered with the Smoke Show uh, at Kev at the Forum, Myrie, uh, Kizzy Brown, and Money Mike Biggs. They're doing a raffle where we're raffling off $1,000 worth of electronics, $10, get you 10 entries, and you can text 33100. You can text SMOKE, sorry, to 33100. And then I'm actually putting on a nonprofit working masterclass um, to do some education for those that have started a nonprofit. You can't scale. You want to acquire a building. I've been through a lot, got a lot of education and can actually show you how to scale. Um, You know, I started my nonprofit in the basement and now Mm -hmm. we are bringing in over a million dollars in revenue, which I'm excited um, to do. And so I want to be able to give that education back to the community yeah. for people to look like me and those that don't. Okay. All right. Well, I hope you get your uh, construction work out, uh, turned around, you know, yeah. and people, I, I, you know, seem like everywhere I go, I hear bad, uh, bad contractors. contractor story. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and one of the things for me is uh, I just didn't want to come out and be like, oh, don't use these people. But I did want to let the public know yeah. because I felt that there was a responsibility to say, I don't recommend these people. And a lot of times, especially when they're contractors that look like us, yeah. we're like, oh, don't do that. But if we don't, what happens to the next person that yeah. loses yeah. money? And, you know, our loss were in the hundreds of thousands. And so, you know, we got our our roof leaking inside the building. And and though it looks beautiful on the outside, it's lipstick on a pig. And it's sad because my kids weren't teen parents. So I'm actually doing this for the community 
and I've worked really hard to overcome the the you know the the racial issues that we had trying to get the property, the business barriers that we faced being yeah. such a young organization, mm-hmm. and now we have to fight a legal battle for defective work because contractors just didn't want to do what was right, and there was enough money on the table to do what was right. And it was a black contractor. Unfortunately, it was, and it was a very popular person, and so oh my you know um, oh, it is it was it was a very tough hit for us because. We're still in a race to the finish to get the doors open because it's needed. I get 10 phone calls a day from young moms saying, I'm homeless. My mother put me out. I have nowhere to go. And actually, there is nowhere for them to go. So Holloway House is and will be the only place for them to go. And so they didn't hurt me. They hurt these babies. Yeah. Unbelievable. I'll ask you. The name of the contractor off air. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But, you know, there's a couple of laughies that I'm just like, I don't recommend them. And people are like, we've never seen Rosemary cry in the two yeah. years. Yeah. And she's went through all of these humps and hurdles to jump over. But it, it broke my spirit because it's like, again, we we offer these opportunities and you trust that your comp- contractor has the knowledge and yeah. the skills. Yeah. And though we can make up every excuse, sometimes it's just a matter of just facing the reality you just wanted to, you know, it's about profit and not about safety and health. And it should have been about these babies and the progression of our city and ensuring that they can become prosperous human yeah. beings. And, you know, it's, it just puts a negative stamp on such a, po- a project that started negatively. And we were trying to do such an impact to change the conversation. All right. So it doesn't, you know, feed well into the black community. But we're going to turn it around and we're going to make this a magnificent place for everybody to drive past, like you said and yeah. say, you know, I know what they mm-hmm. went through, mm-hmm. but that building and what's inside of it is built with love from the woman who started it. All right. What's your website and phone number so people can get in touch with you and they can donate to you also yeah. so you help these teenagers out? Yeah, absolutely. Our phone number is 513-813-8336. Give it one more time. 513-813-8336. And our website is rosemarysbabies.co. You can Google us. You can catch us on all social media. And don't forget to text 33100. Text SMOKE to three. 33- Three one zero zero. Thanks to the Smoke Show for the thousand dollars in donation and raffle items. Y'all can win it all, but you can also help our babies. All right, Rosemary, uh, you did a great job. Thank you for coming. We Thank you it. as always, Lincoln. All righty, let's uh, take a break, and then we'll come back. Twelve thirty. The Buzz. Twelve thirty. WDBZ. The Buzz of Cincinnati. Your talk station, Lincoln Ware, with you till 1 o'clock this afternoon. And Facebook Live is a whole nother show. I have learned way too much information about you <laughs> this morning. I don't want to know but, nothing else, Lincoln. I don't have to learn nothing else new about you. For we're the rest finding of out a lot about folks on Facebook Live, too. Unbelievable. <laughs> and, of course, James Muhammad is telling everybody to stop it. <laughs> He's good at that. Lincoln Ware with you till 1 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, let's see, Roosevelt Johnson, who's with James Brown's band. What year were you with the band, Roosevelt Johnson? I was with James Brown for 46 years. Ooh, man. Okay. I was his personal assistant, backup singer, best friend, you name it. Well, you probably was with him uh, when he used to come over to WCIN back in, in the day. He recorded in Cincinnati. Yes, yes, I know. I know, and he used to stop by the station in that black limo every time he would come to town. There you go. 
Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes, he did. We used to shop in Cincinnati. Yeah. <laughs> did he ever go to the House of Adam? Right. That was the store. My pictures, <laughs> there I, you go. That, I don't even know if they're still open. No, they're not open. They're closed, sad to say. My heart's oh, wow. been broken ever since they closed. Oh, because I got I got still got a lot of silk shirts in my closet from there. Yeah. You know? I mean, that was the place, the House of Adam, 622 Vine Street, downtown. He bought, he, he bought silk shirts, yeah. about 100. Oh, boy. No. And and he always ordered them, and they send them right directly to his house. Yeah. James Brown <laughs> was the man. Did you see the documentary on TV? No, I didn't. Oh, man, you got to watch that. It was on A&E no, Arts don't. and Entertainment. Listen. Yeah. Let me, let me tell you something. I don't know what the documentary was about. Well, that's why you need to watch over. it to see how much of it was true and, you know. Bruh, when you when you spent over 46 years with somebody, you, ain't nothing nobody can tell you. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay. Now, and, and they there's had, nothing that documentary can tell me I don't already know. I could tell him a few things. Yeah, they had on there about him uh, beating up uh, his wives and stuff. Did you ever witness any of that? I never saw James Brown hit a woman in my life. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, what anybody else saw, I can't say. And I was in his house with him. I was in his bedroom with him. I washed his dirty underwear. You understand what I'm saying? Uh huh. How close we were. So I've seen him argue with women. I've yeah. seen him throw a back home at a woman. Mm-hmm. But I have never seen him take his hand and hit yeah. nobody. Yeah. Yeah. And I will swear to that. Yeah. Well, his daughter, they interviewed her, and she said she witnessed him beating her mother, and she pulled him off, tried to pull him off, and he looked, turned around and looked at her, and she'd never seen eyes. His eyes looked the way they looked, and he was saying, she said it looked like he was saying to himself, why am I doing this? Why am I beating her? Or something like that. So, yeah. and, you know, and it probably stemmed from you his know, childhood. His father used to beat him. And beat I his mother. The, I wasn't in the house twenty four hours a day with him. Yeah, uh, I can't. I cannot say what she saw. I, I can't dispute what she saw. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know what she saw. I know what I didn't see. Yes, yes. You know, and I'm I'm never gonna tell anybody I saw James Brown abuse nobody. Yeah, because I did. Right. I didn't. You know. Uh, now was he was he he had his rules and regulations for the band? Oh yeah, uh, he used to find those. He used to throw out fines like uh, like but, they but were see, paper towels. He give them the fines back. Oh really? Nobody never told you that. See, they never said that. They never said they he never gave said it back. They never said that. But I'm gonna say it. Yeah, he would find them. Yeah, but he would give it back to him. See, I didn't. <laughs> They what never said that. James Brown was a millionaire. He wasn't <laughs> yeah. going to take nobody's money to work for him. Think yeah. about it. Yep. You know. And well. I, it's, it's a whole lot of things. You know, when, when my story comes out, it's going to humanize James Brown. Yeah. Okay? That's exactly what it's going to yeah. be. He was always a good guy. I loved interviewing him. And, uh, you know, he would always come by the station when he was in Cincinnati, he made that his priority to stop by WCIN. Right. So, you know, I never had any problems with him. He was always good to me. And, uh, you know, that's what I can say about him. Uh, were you around when when Bootsy, I guess you were around when Bootsy played for him, huh? Were you around that early? I was around when, I was around when Bootsy got there. Okay. Okay. Yes. Bootsy and Catfish. Bootsy, Bootsy recorded Sex Machine and yeah. Superbad. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Bootsy, Bootsy came 
because uh, the other man had walked out. Yeah, right. Hey, I, this is my driver. Hold on one second. All right. But, uh, yeah, Roosevelt Johnson with James Brown, 46 years, he says. And, uh, okay, where did he go? What did he say? <laughs> anyway, hopefully he comes back real soon. Or else I got to move on. I got to move on. I think he might have went to go check the dryer. Check the dryer? Did he say? That's what I thought he said. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, Roosevelt, I'm going to have to move on. I'm going to give you like five more seconds, three Two. Hello? Yeah, okay. What happened? I don't know. You said you had to go. No, I was, I was talking to my driver. That was my truck. Oh, your driver. I don't know. Yeah, right. you, you disappeared. Oh, okay. No, Bootsy got there because the other man had walked out. Yeah. And didn't want to play. So he sent his private jet to pick up Bootsy and his brother and their group. Yeah. And they came on stage and played everything like he wanted because they knew all they, yeah. they already knew all this stuff. Oh, yeah. that was all right. He lucked out getting Bootsy and Catfish down there. I think the band they was in was the Endeavors, I believe. That was the band they were playing in around here when they got the call. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Of, I can't really think of the name of them, but I know it was uh, Bootsy and Phelps. His, his brother Phelps. Yeah, Collins, Phelps. Yep. You know? mm-hmm. yep. Uh, and so I can't even remember the other guy's name, but when they got there, they just took the stage with Dan Brown and played everything, everything he told them to play. Because they already knew it. All right. Well, Roosevelt Johnson, uh, great talking to you. And uh, where are you living now? I live in Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland. I always live in Cleveland. Okay, okay. All I'm right. I'm all over the world with him. You can you can see me. He put me in all of his movies. You know, yeah. uh, Blues Brothers, Undercover, oh, Color, okay. all that stuff, you know. Okay. Did you ever put the cape on him and take the cape off? No, that was Danny Ray's job. Yeah, Danny you know, Ray. Danny Ray. Brother Danny Ray. Danny Ray. Yeah. 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 All right. Him. But I took Danny. I took Danny on the road with me when I put the band back together. Oh, okay. Okay. So if you if you go to YouTube and look at RJ and the James Round Band, you'll see me with James Round's actual band performing. All right. Well, you know, Bootsy's got a guy that uh, he, he he that works with him. They, they call him the Young James Brown, and this guy yeah. is just like James Brown. Dance, t- sings like him, and everything. Well, are you? All right. Hey, Roosevelt, you're breaking up. I got to run. Thanks thanks for your call. Right on, brother. Anytime. All right. Take it easy. That's uh, Roosevelt Johnson from Cleveland. And um, he never put the cape. Yeah. That cape made James Brown famous. And it was all planned out. It was all planned out. All right. But the thing that got me, the House of Adam. I, you know, I get sad every time somebody brings up the House of Adam. Did I love that place? Oh yeah. You missed and, them old cat daddy clothes. <laughs> no, I mean, they had some great turtlenecks and stuff down there. Why well, would the first thing you say be turtlenecks? <laughs> they that had is some so great, brand for you. They had some great sport coats down there. I mean, they had some. They had you name shoes. You name it. They had it at the House of Adam, 622 Vine Street in downtown Cincinnati. We can go to All Walmart right. or Marshall's right now and get you a pack of turtlenecks. No, you can't get them like they had them at the House of Adam. No. That place will never be replaced. You just can't buy stuff like that anymore. Mustafa, how are you? Hey, 
Lincoln. Yeah, you're right, man. You can't buy stuff like that no more. I don't, <laughs> you can't go to a Walmart <laughs> no, or, you can't. Or, or Amazon. They just don't have it. Yeah. Yeah, those are better days going by, and the sister don't realize that. Say, say that anyway, again. What I want to comment on, a couple things. Yeah. I pray that black folk is not foolish enough to run out and buy no Trump gym shoes. I pray. Well, I don't think. I mean, there's going to be some, you know, especially the ones sitting in the audience the other night when he was uh, speaking and talking about, I can't see anybody but blacks out there. You know, some of those will buy those shoes. Trust me. That is such an insult. We bought shoes based on Jordan's performance, and the shoes were slick. They were nice shoes. You know, I didn't buy no Shaq shoes because I didn't like them. I had Iverson, Magic Johnson, and Jordan. I liked those shoes. But let me go back a moment when you were talking about Bootsy and James Brown. The name of the band him and Catfish had was, uh, I believe, the Pacemakers. Pacemaker? I thought they were, okay, maybe they were in one group called the Endeavors, and it might have been the Pacemakers, yeah? yeah that, that sounds familiar, too. Yeah, be it as it may. I think when know, they used uh, to uh, go down to the Amvets on Eastern Avenue, they were the Endeavors, I do believe. Yeah. Yeah, they had a lot of, uh, of bands, and they were very talented individuals. And uh, the Kate didn't make James Brown. His whole show made James Brown the dancing, his, his lyrics. Yeah. The band, you know, the JDs, I mean, they were yeah. a phenomenal band that just couldn't be duplicated. Yeah. And many of those guys, like T. Lee Ellis, Bobby Bird, uh, Fred Wesley, Maceo Parker, those guys were accomplished jazz yeah. musicians yeah. who could read music and can follow. So that made a big difference. If you could find accomplished jazz musicians, you could put together a fabulous band. Yes. All so right. Lincoln, once again, thanks, man. Mustafa, thanks for your call. All right. Uh, and Quickly, before you move yeah. on, somebody wanted to ask, what channel did you watch that documentary on? A&E. A&E. Okay. A&E. Yeah. A&E. Uh, the one, what Favor was talking about, uh, what's an ever? Do you know what that means? What's an ever? Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't just say whatever. <laughs> I know. It's shorter to say, what's an ever? That's not sure. You were literally adding a syllable. <laughs> well, James Brown said that in uh, uh, Make It Funky. So everybody just starts saying it. Yeah. What's an ever I do? It's got to be funky. Make it. What's an ever? That's some real it just means just means talking. whatever. Whatever I do, it's got to be funky. What's an ever? I don't know why he said it like that. Because it is faster to say whatever. What's an ever? It's more country when you say what's and ever. That's why he said it. Yeah, he was from the country. That's for sure. Let's take a break. News coming up, 1230, The Buzz.